Welcome back to a little bit of synergy. I'm your host, Anthony Thomas, 11001, season three, episode 14. I'm joined tonight by the Beeline Baby. Right. 
Brian Beeline, welcome to my show, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, bro. At least I could do. Yeah, yeah, you came on mine, had your episode released not too uh, long ago. Um, great episode. A lot of people like the uh, conversation with the, uh, you know, you climbing the telephone poles and all that. Um, crazy job, man. Crazy job. Good memories. Good memories, man. Sure. Brought back some uh, shell shock I forgot I had. <laughs> yeah, for a bit. So what is up, man? I um, This would have been my third episode for the day. Oh, wow. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I actually had to call out my first one today and get just get a little rest. I was running a temperature. And, oh, damn, yeah. Um, it's the second time this week I've, I've been running a fever. Uh, I had to call out work on Thursday. I lost five pounds just laying there sweating water, freezing and sweating, freezing and sweating. Oh. Was that the flu or something? Felt like it, man. Yeah, you got to be careful nowadays. So much crap going on. COVID, all that other stuff, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, they say we're not done with COVID. I don't know, man. COVID. Mm. I don't give a shit about COVID anymore, man. I hate <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't care about math. I don't care about none of that shit. Whatever happens, happens. I fucking hate COVID. It's just one big fear tactic. The way I see it. It didn't disrupt my life at all. I never caught it. Um, I had several opportunities to, but I never actually, um, you know, took it. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. Me and my girl had got it. Um, we got it. Uh, I know we both we both had it. We think our kids had it, but we never had proof that they had it. So it was like, uh, what's it called? Well, yeah. What you want to know, man? No, let's let's power it up. I feel like we I feel like we about to go to sleep or something, man. What's up? What's up? <laughs> it's the most low energy I've ever had in any interview I've ever had in my life. What's up, bro? You good? What's up, what's up with the humans today, man? With the humans? Yeah. What do you think's up with the humans, brother? Man, I don't know, bro. I don't know what's up with the humans. I mean, what do you mean? Like, uh, you mean like what people are doing now? We're on the verge of. It seems like we're on the verge of world war again. You know they're. There, there's tensions in North Korea. North Korea's firing missiles out into the ocean just to see if they can piss us off or piss NATO off. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, asked, I don't I pay attention to none of that shit, man. I don't give a fuck about wars. I don't care about none of that shit. <laughs> well, the, the reason I ask is because you've you, you got small children, do you not? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Well, I mean... The way I look at stuff is you want to pay attention, but you can't engulf yourself in it because at the end of the day, that's just going to drive you crazy. Like whatever is going to happen is going to happen. You're going to pay attention to it. You're going to try to get by the way that you need to get by as best as you can. And you're going to kind of go from there. Like, you know, you can prep. I'm not going to be a fucking doomsday prepper. It's not in the category for me. Unfortunately, if a new, if a new kid's my area, I'm just a fucking goner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go out and build a bunker and shit. I would love to, but realistically, I'm not going to. That's why it's like, you know, it's good to know that shit's going on. But at the same time, it's just like, whatever, man. I'd rather just, you know, get my shit while I can, take my vacations, uh, do my show, 
and uh stuff like that. But um, yeah, man. I mean, yo, listen, hey, let me tell your audience. Listen, paper, paper, what's good? What's going on? What's happening? It's me, it's me, it's Brian B. And um, yeah, I host a show called The Beeline on um YouTube. It's the Beeline Web Show and the Beeline Entertainment Show. And we also got a full-fledged business. Um, got a lot of stuff going on with the business now. I came from the show. Um, I had Mr. Anthony Thomas on my show, and uh now I'm doing his show and uh looking forward to it, man. How you said you've been doing this for about three years, is that right? Yeah, about three years, man. Um, uh, going going on three years this June. Um, you know, it's been a lot of fun. I actually had the idea for the beeline for about 10 years prior to me doing anything with it. Um, and I never would have imagined that it would have kind of been like where it is now or where it's going to. Um, you know, I started off, I always like talking, man. That's that's like the biggest thing. I like talking to people, like you were just saying, like, what's up with humans? Like, you know, I love talking to different people. Like people, people are interesting. People are really fun most of the time. Um, sometimes it's fucking boring as hell. But um, <laughs> but I mean, everybody has a story, man. That's what I've learned over time. Like everybody's a story. And a lot of times, like you see it with older people, especially. Um, if you just sit down and you listen, people will tell you some interesting shit. And uh, that's what I started to experience, you know, doing this show. I really just wanted to get on front of the mic and just kind of talk and just like, you know, talk about anything, like any kind of random stuff, different ideas that I had um, towards things like you were talking about, like, you know, with, uh, you know, the world war and stuff that might happen and everything. I, I always just wanted to talk about shit because um, I wanted to give my perspective on it you know, and hope somebody would be like relating to me or whatever. But um, then it kind of turned into in interviewing people. Who were some of your first interviews you had on your show? My first interview was a, was a, someone that's become a friend of mine named Annie Hardy. Yeah. Who, uh, she's a, a musician out in LA. My second interview, and we're, we're talking like big interviews. I'm not talking about like my brother or my mother. Nah, I, I literally see, see, see how you just did that. That's my point, man. It's like, what's the category? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, if you interviewed your brother, I guarantee you that your brother is an interesting ass person, maybe not to you, but to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what you start learning, you know, as you're doing. That. At least that's what I started learning, learning as I started doing this podcasting. Um, I'm coming out with a with a workshop um, um, in a few weeks, you know, depending on how, you know, whenever you release this episode. I'm coming out with a workshop in a few weeks and I'm literally just discussing like a lot of people are asking like, hey, what are you talking about in it? Honestly, I'm just discussing like, you know, things that I've learned along this journey that I've been on these three years, like um, how I've gotten to the point where I am now, which is I I'm pretty successful. I've been able to quit my job and just do this for a living and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it's definitely worked out positively for me. But one of the big things that I want to talk about is the introduction to like, you know, podcasting and my perspective on it. And I started off with, uh, you know, me and my girl, me and my girl, we were talking, IT Tiff, um, she just came on and uh, we were talking just about stuff that was happening in the news. We we're talking about, you know, stuff that was happening with the COVID stuff, making, you know, just kind of bringing some levity to it. Um, and that was a big thing. That was a big way we were able to kind of push through, you know, not having any interviews. First person I interviewed was actually her sister. Her sister, she was just getting out of high school and she was um, starting her own um, um, skincare company or whatever. She had a skincare. She was just getting out of high school. She was going to high school with all the COVID stuff. They were dealing with, like, you know, not having prom. 
And we interviewed her. And it was really interesting getting the perspective of somebody who was going through that situation firsthand. Because you forget, man, all those kids that went through COVID, all those, uh, you know, 2020 graduates, they didn't have prom. They had a weird kind of graduation. They didn't, they missed all that stuff, like at no fault of their own. So that was interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, I graduated to like, you know, talking to celebrities and stuff like that at this point. But I mean, I don't never, I don't never want to forget where I came from and what I learned on the way. And that's going to be some stuff I'm talking about on my, uh, in the workshop that I'm doing soon. But uh, yeah, you said you had your your brother and you had a couple other people. Yeah, my brother was, is the one, the episode I did with the, the first episode I did with my brother uh, is still my number one listen to episode. Mm. Eight, and that was two years ago. Awesome. Um, and I've had, I've had several celebrity um, in, in, whatever you want to call it, interviews. Um, they're more, they're meeting of the minds. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just get together. And my, I, my thing is connect and expand. You yeah. Know, I like, that's what I like to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's important. Networking, mm-hmm. networking, meeting people, getting people's different thought processes. Yeah. I enjoy that too, man. It's a lot of fun. I've had uh, Larry Hankin on twice. Oh, okay. He's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, Larry on I had Larry Larry just recently came back on my show. Yeah, Larry's real cool, man. Yeah. He's a really, really cool guy. Fun to talk to. Him, Mark Shuffler. I had yeah. um, um from the band Failure, I had Kelly Scott. And that was for me, I don't know if you know Failure, but you've probably heard of a band called Tool. Uh man, maybe back in the day. Yeah, they've been around for a long time. Um, you've heard of like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, have heard of Rage Against the Machine. They're dope. Okay, so these are like contemporary bands. Anyway, I had I had Kelly Scott from Failure on my show, and that was that dude's like royalty. And got you in that in those circles. Indie rock and indie rock. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 A lot, a lot of music. I know you on my show, you were talking that you're, um, you know, into music and you're, and you're doing music and stuff like that. Music is also something that I've, you know, been in my whole life. Like that's been a field that I've been in. I actually just had an interview with, um, uh, you know, somebody who was um, working for Sony records and uh, he was telling me about different people that he that he you know met being a club promoter, and he was uh, he had a radio show with with Sony, and um, you know the one thing he used to love is being able to play music on the show. Now you know, you know us being on like you know YouTube and stuff like that. There's so many different like you know uh, you know uh, um, per- permits and stuff that you need to play music or whatever it's called, and you can't really play a lot. And that's something that I do miss because I host an entertainment show. Um, just, you know, a little bit about my shows, like on the, uh, I have the Beeline web show. That was the show that I first started. Um, when I first started podcasting, I started that and I just wanted to kind of talk about different things, talk to different people. It's just kind of like, kind of like an open discussion, like, you know, a podcast, I call it a web show, but I kind of, I don't, I don't like to try to fit in. I like to try to stand out. Um, it's basically a podcast, but I mean, it's, I, I don't have any audio, like I don't have audio, um, shows. I just do YouTube. I just do video. I love uh, people having to see me, you know, talking my goofiness and being wild and, you know, I'm loud, I'm energetic and shit. So it's like, um, I enjoy like the show aspect of it. 
Um, but, you know, um, we were doing the uh, web show for a while, I think almost uh, up to like 50 episodes. And uh, we were getting a lot of musical talent and musical people who were coming on because I have a big following in music and stuff in my family. So uh, we were getting a lot of attention with entertainment. And I didn't want to take away from my web show so we could still have those serious conversations and talk about relationships and every, all this stuff or whatever. So I started the, the entertainment show, uh, Black and Gold show. And um, I had that in mind to have people come on and show off and uh, showing off is basically like, you know, if you're a singer, if you're, uh, you know, uh, a beat maker, whatever, you know, you come on and you show your skills um, after we get to know you a little bit. And um, I love it, man. I love I've always been a fan of music. Um, I am a little bit less of a fan with music now because music is kind of it's just I guess my style is I'm just I'm just not interested in, in a lot that's going on now, which was really public. Um, but I still love to hear new talent. I still love people who are hustling and really trying to get out there, get themselves heard. I love the art. Um, I love the drive. I love the hustle, man. Um, do you have a, an abundance of music on your show? Um, well, that's what I'm hoping to get more and more of. Um, yeah. I mean, I, synergy is a front for my music. I, I put my music on every chance I get on this show. Yeah. Um, I've got an album coming out on Monday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hoping that goes well. Anticipating. We'll see. We'll see what the people think of it. But it doesn't matter. I, I, I did it for myself. Um, hustling, for sure. Just, but, but music for me, man, it's... Um, it's more of a story I'm telling. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. It's, it's a documentary I'm, I'm compiling. Same, same with the show. Um, it all started out as, as something, a combination of, okay, I'm not giving shit back to the world. I'm taking plenty off the internet. Maybe I need to start giving a little something back. And yeah. sec secondarily, it became a, a documentary where it's yeah it began with just me and my buddy and you know this has been almost not quite two and a half years but um and it was just us back and forth back and forth like a comedy show mm. and then from there he kind of died away and i don't see him as much on the show he comes back about every 10 or 15 episodes i might see sam but, um, you know, um, interviewing just people I know. Yeah. And, and, and treating them all like celebrities. That's, you know? that's another important, that what you just said right there, the most important thing that I find doing this, you have to treat everybody like they're, like they're, I, I would say the president, like literally, like I, I'm very explosive though, man. So it's like, you come on my show, you know, you're on my show. So it's like immediately we starting off, hey, baby, yo, we got Anthony Thomas. And it's just like, you got to make it known because you want people to, you know, wonder why are this, wow, why is he, you know, blowing up for this guy? Who is this guy? And then they start telling their story and now they're inst interested. You know, that's, that's some of the things that I found, you know, it's like important when you're doing this, man. You want to try to make people feel like they're the most important thing in the world. And a lot of times it's because they are, man. Not not because you're trying to, you know, sometimes you're trying to gas them up a little bit. 
<laughs> Sometimes you're just not that interesting, man. What it is. What you know, they don't know that. They're watching it and they you might you might be the most interesting person in the planet, but they don't they don't know that or whatever. So you gotta make it known. And uh, you know, it's a big thing, bro. I I, I love I love doing this shit, man. It's really cool that you put it like, you know, making like a documentary and like really trying to um, you know, express yourself through your music, through the uh, you know, the web series. What got you started? Why did you uh I feel like I'm interviewing you, man? <laughs> I'm not trying to, but I mean <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like, um, started, man. um, what, what prompted me? Uh, yeah. My buddy was like, I would like to do, a, I'd like to do a podcast in passing. He mentions it. And oh, then yeah. I was, I ran with that. I yeah. ran with that. I had the, the name, a little bit of synergy for about 12 years. I remember, um, just having a conversation with a friend one day long time ago just some a work friend and i was describing the conversation i had I, I was describing how i like to converse with people i, I was a salesman and, and i was just describing the give and take the flow and um he said yeah a little bit of synergy right and i was like i think you just i think you just hit on something there and yeah i just found that top that that title all this time yeah, um, that's pretty cool started with anchor and um because it was easy and just continued and i'm i'm pushing 100 episodes now it's awesome getting, getting up there man yeah you definitely you've been doing it for a minute yeah um i, I see I, I like audio i like audio podcasts they're good to listen to and stuff like that um, like I said, for me, I just, I like, I like people seeing, I like the full treatment, man. I like, you know, your eyes, ears, everything to be working while you're um, watching me or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I definitely understand, um, you know, I, I've done a couple of, uh, you know, audio podcasts where I've came on and it's just like, you know, me talking and then people play it on, on uh, Spotify or whatever. But I don't know. I just, I just, I'm just not interested in it, man. I was not interested. I feel like, especially now that I'm trying to get a little bit more public, I'm trying to get a little bit more known. Like when you're just doing audio, it's just that one thing you're getting, man. Somebody can put you in your in their in their you know pocket or whatever and play you at work, and that's cool. But you know, once they get done playing you nine times out of ten, they're you know pushing you to the side. But I feel like when somebody's looking you, looking at you and watching you and actually seeing you and seeing you move, they may be able to do that less of the time. But when they do do that, they're invested. Um, one big thing that I always say, man, is you know, I don't care if somebody's for what reason somebody's watching me. I don't ever want to be like an asshole. You know, I don't ever want to be like one of those people who are trying to just get attention just to get attention or whatever. But at the same time, there's going to be people who watch you to hate you. There's going to be people that watch you because they want to find something to not like about you or they want to uh, find something to complain about or, you know, just whatever, like whatever the reason, have it. But watch me. <laughs> you feel me? Like, that's how I feel. Like, that's my mentality with, you know, entertainment as a whole. You know, um, um, you know, one big thing that I'm kind of getting challenged with now is, like I said, like, you know, um, the company that I host, the Line Entertainment LLC, um, we, we do a lot of, uh, you know, uh, marketing and promotion. Uh, we do it for other, other, you know, podcasters. We do it for people in, in the music industry, a lot of different ways. So 
we're constantly always trying to get people to have eyes on, you know, the product. And that's something that I'm dealing with now. I'm trying to get as many people to watch me as I possibly can. So I'm trying to make sure that I'm watching my P's and Q's and promoting and doing as much as I can. But it gets difficult, man, because it 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 gets challenging to get people to click that button, yo. What 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 do you think kind of works for when you're trying to like you know build your subscribers, or do you kind of not pay attention to it, or you kind of just like do your show and just let it roll? Well, I'm just now at a point now where I'm looking to turn this into a business. I'm looking at ROI yeah. for the first time um, because it's costing. You know yeah, what I mean? it's yeah. Not in order to have any kind of quality product and it's time to evolve. And I need, I need some sponsors, brother. I need, I need some um, revenue coming in so I can get some hardware upgrades here. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm still working with my, my desk, my, my laptops integrated webcam over there. I need a, I need a, a mounted camera to start. Yeah. I need some software upgrades so that I can, um, I can get rid of this, ghost aura effect that's going on around me um, yeah man yeah that's i mean that like literally man that's all the stuff that i'm talking about in my workshop man just different things like that like literally the first three things we got let me just plug it fuck it like um you know it's five dollars you know any podcasters who are on it it's um only charging five dollars for this for this first one and it's because it's, it's the introductory one it's five bucks man take pay five dollars and, uh, you know, get some information from somebody who's been doing this. And I, I'm trying to make sure, you know, a big thing that I'm doing is I'm trying to explain to people how to do it without breaking your pockets. Because that is important. Like you just said, man, you want to get the sponsors. You want to get this. I just got my second. No, this is actually my third sponsor. I had a sponsor early on, but they were a friend and uh, he had a catering business and I was sponsoring him for the first season of my show. Um, but uh, I just got my second, my third sponsor. Um, I had a uh, beer brewing company right now that we're working with and also a, uh, a energy drink company yeah, that I'm working awesome. with. I just got on with them. Um, the biggest thing is, man, you just have to push your shit out there. Like you have, like you're saying right now, you have to find different ways to draw people into you. You have to find different ways to market. You have to find different ways to clip, you know, parts of your show out to interesting parts. Like if there's a part that's funny, you want to put it out there so people can see it. Because nine times out of 10, you do an hour show. People are going to watch some of it. They'll watch the beginning. They'll watch this. Maybe they'll get a little draw. You know, people, it's hard to keep people's interest. But, um, but you know, that's why you want to clip out, you know, pieces of the end. You want to know where to put things. You want to know... It's all important in building if you are trying to establish it as a business. And it's all things that I trialed and errored it, you know, my way. Um, also kind of with some history, like I said, I've been in the entertainment industry for a long time. And I've seen where people have made mistakes. I've seen what people have done correctly. Um, and I'm nowhere by far like, you know, like, like, a, like, a, um, like I have it all together and I've got the formula mapped out. I'm, I'm learning every day. But that's why I feel like it would be interesting if people wanted to listen to me talk about it, because I'm not going to talk about it like somebody who has a million followers is going to talk about it. They're going to tell you all the shit. You know, they did everything that they did their way, however they did it. Um, and yeah, it worked for them. But somebody who's actually in the process of doing it while it's working, watching it work, that's what I'm trying to speak through. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want people to see, hey, I go on YouTube every single day. I make my videos. I post them. And sometimes I get 10 watches. Sometimes I get 200 watches. Sometimes I get 1,000 watches. Why is that? Then you start noticing, oh, because you did Larry Hankin. Oh, and then you did your brother. 
Oh, and then you did this person. You did Larry Hankin and he got 20 views and then you did your brother and he got 260 views. Why is that? Because, because different things speak, you know what I'm saying? The algorithms, this, all that bullshit, whatever. It's really, it's really interesting what you need to do to successfully make this shit work, yo. And the biggest part, the biggest thing, here's the biggest shit is your consistency, how much you're posting, how much you're putting out there. No matter what it is, even if it's just you waking up every day saying, good morning, people. I fucking love you guys. <laughs> and then clicking, oh, yo, or put that shit on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Put it all over. Every day, people see you. Good morning, you beautiful people. I love you guys. Bye. And then, bam, that shit is out. Every <laughs> single day. People go, I fucking love. There's going to be people that just literally just wait for you to wake up and say, I, I can't start my morning. You know, without my coffee and without Anthony Thomas saying, I love you, motherfuckers. Do have to have the great day, greatest day of your life. That person's going to follow your shit every day. That's how you make it in this shit, bro. I'm telling you, man. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm starting to do, man. That's the kind of stuff. Are you are you big on social media and stuff like that? Like you, you um got got all accounts? Um, Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, LinkedIn. Main ones. Um, yeah, I've got yeah. those. Yeah, man. That's that's the biggest thing, bro. You gotta you just gotta put your shit out there, man. And um I'm I'm even learning now, like you know, it's not even just about my shows that I'm putting out there. It's literally like I was just saying, and my girl tells me all the time and you know, she fusses at me and stuff like that or whatever, because I really focus on the show because I, I I want people to watch the show. But um, it is the other videos and stuff like that. You don't got to be in Walmart, you know, dressing up as a clown and, you know, dancing and shit. But it's like I just, it could be as simple as what I just said, bro. People catch on to you for certain reasons. Find what works for you. Give a tip of the day. When I first started the beeline, before I even got into the whole video aspect of the shit, what I used to do is I was kind of going through like a rough time in life or whatever. So what I used to do is I just have like quotes. I used to just make up my own quotes. And they'd be stupid. Don't pick your nose in public. You know, the thought of the day and shit. And then I post it. And then and that's where I got the idea. Like, I want to host the beeline. I want to talk about stupid stuff like this or whatever. And I just used to do that. I was on Twitter. When Twitter first started, like 2010 or some shit like that. And um, that was my thing. And it caught on. And people were, like, enjoying it or whatever. People would always message me on Facebook. It's so dumb. Bro. We were doing, a, you know, eat eggs for breakfast. And then, like, you know, just dumb shit. But people like that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people read something like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, their day, their day or their perspectives changed. Um, I also started, I had a thing called uh, uh, um, uh, uh, question of the day. QOD. QOD time. Hey, VLON fans, y'all missing the QOD. I got to get that shit going again. It was just a question. It's a simple question. And when I started pressing it, I was telling people like um, the reason why I wanted to do that is because I just wanted to make you think differently. I wanted you to see that shit while you're scrolling through TikTok for an hour or whatever, and you just get the QOD, whatever stupid question that I can ask. It could be, uh, what's your favorite food? Um, you know, where do you get your gas that's the cheapest? And then you just sit back and think, where do I get my gas that's the cheapest? And it's a stupid question, anything. Or it could be serious. You know, what do you think about us going to war? What do you think about balloons getting shot out the sky? What do you think about aliens? Whatever the fucking case may be. Just to give you something else to think, just to give you some a different way to kind of think about you know, me to think about a question, can't wait for it, anticipate it. It's all part of the fucking game, yo. But um, 
Yeah, that's why I'm hosting the workshop, man. Five dollars, $5, y'all. Uh, join it. It's going to be March 1st um, at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I'm um, really looking forward to everybody, you know, being there. I really am looking forward to just helping people. Um, this is a great process. It's it's a lot of relief too, man. Have you noticed that with podcasting? Have you noticed like how much, uh, like kind of like, you know, stress relief it does give you just being able to talk to somebody and kind of vent a little bit in some cases? It's wonderful therapy. Yeah, bro. Very therapeutic. Yeah, I love this shit, man. It's, it's good synergy. You know, we just, um, we, 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 we grow instantly, you know, just, just because, hell, I feel like I'm getting a workshop here, you know, for free. Kind of are. I'm kind of, I'm kind of giving it out a little bit. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I'm, but it's important, man. It's just, it's just important. Like I said, it's, it's, it's just where I am at this point in this business. Um, I love it. I'm definitely not stopping. Like I'm still, I feel like I've been doing this for three years, but I really am right now at the beginning. I feel like I put in the work at, for the three years. I've definitely made my mistakes. I've done things wrong. I figured things out and I'm still figuring things out, but I feel like I'm in a point where I know what I'm doing at this point. Now I'm ready. Like I've, like I've been working on the car and yeah, I started up a couple times and I had a couple things. I took a couple breaks, but now I finally just got that bitch to turn over and stay on. And now I'm ready to drive. Like, that's how I feel right now. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to fly, bro. Like, you know, not just drive. I'm ready to fly. I'm ready to fly with this shit. I'm not far behind you at all, man. Um, I just officially hired my uh, public well, Steve. My yeah. Yeah. Steve's great, man. Steve's really awesome. good. Yo, he's going to keep you busy. He'll definitely work with you. He'll definitely work with you. Like, you know, he definitely, Steve's one of the reasons I, yeah, I got to say that was something big that I did was, uh, you know, hire a publicist and, you know, uh, get in contact with these names, but also talk and like just having somebody else. I tell Steve all the time, like just having somebody to kind of talk with you is motivational. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that this person is helping you with your dream, your process that you're doing. It's fucking important. It's important, man. You know, getting on different shows, networking, meeting different people and stuff like that. It's all part of the process. Like, you got to be open. That's why I was driving. When you called me, I was driving. We were just coming back from uh, eating and stuff. It's been kind of a crazy ass day. Uh, not the best day, but it was like, I knew I had to get here in front of this camera. I was ready to get in front of this camera. This is work right here for me now. So, um, you yeah, definitely got to make this shit happen. That's, that's, I, I want my wife to understand that right there, that this is more than just some hobby. Yeah, you know, it's it's a lot more than just an extracurricular activity for me. It's it's taken up all my free time, and I'm, yeah, and I'm happy to do it. Happy to enjoy it. That's what that's what matters, man. That's what matters. As long as it's something that you enjoy, you don't ever want to do something. I mean, unless you know it's just you doing it because it's paying good, but you don't ever want to do something that you don't enjoy. As long as you're enjoying it, it's great. So you you have like international fans, like um, intercontinental fans. Are you all? Are you nationwide? Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, that was another like you know crazy turning point for me was when I was getting a lot of uh, interest from Australia. Um, I had four Australian guests on my show, and I think one of them literally was because they saw that I worked with somebody else from Australia. Um, I had a movie producer named Mr. David Black. Um, and one of his actresses named Gracie Lou, and she was incredible. She was a opera singer. She, she did a whole lot. She came from my, uh, she came from China, and she moved to Australia. 
uh, really interesting people. And then uh, my man, uh, um, um, he hosted a, uh, you know, a men's mental health kind of, uh, you know, show. Uh, really, really good information I got. But these people were all from Australia, man. And uh, that was really crazy. I had a couple of people also from the UK. Um, I actually didn't get to do uh, the interview. He was actually a magician. And um, I think I kind of, I think I kind of, I might have squashed that one because I was kind of having, uh, he was kind of frustrating. I, I don't, I feel like dealing with him. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it's been interesting. Like that's been one of the biggest parts to realize, like, you know, and it's funny because you don't notice it sometimes like you don't notice it like somebody had to bring to my attention like yo listen you know people are listening to that show in australia right now people know you in australia right now because what you're doing i didn't really i didn't really think of it like that i thought of it like hey people just watch youtube but you got to remember like you know somebody from australia comes in their show even if it's just their mom watching it it's like oh my son was on this show that person in australia is watching you in australia they got this shit turned on say hey yo john was on this show blah 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 come watch it with me that's in australia now you got a base. Now you got people who know your name. Now you got people that say the B line, and you're like, oh shit, yeah, I was on this show called the B line. Yeah, right. it's big. How about you? You have anybody come on? Yeah, I've, I've had one um, international, or uh, I've had one Australian guest. Yeah. Um, and where uh, the rest of my guests have been mainly Canadian and U.S. Gotcha. based. Um, but I've got a presence in Germany and Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. You. Um, I've, I've got a list, you know, you, you got the analytics list that tells you everywhere you're firing off and everything, but, um, evidently, yeah, Germany, Puerto Rico, and the Netherlands, awesome. very, fairly popular. Like, hard to imagine over in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. It's really awesome, man. I mean, you never would know that's something to, to me, to me, that's never some shit that I would have ever thought of. I thought I was going to be speaking to the same 10 people every day. You know, just talking about, you know, like I said, just talking about news and shit. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're interviewing Larry Hankin and, uh, you know, Tommy Chong. I had Tommy Chong on the show. That was fucking an amazing show. Um, yeah, man, that was a, that was an amazing show, you know, and that was right when the new, uh, uh, you know, that's that 90 show was coming out. And I, one of the things I knew Tommy Chong from was that 70 show. One of the biggest things I loved him from was that 70s show. I know he was Cheech and Chong, and I know he smokes weed and shit, but, um, you know, that 70s show was, you know, the, my favorite thing that I knew from Tommy Chong. Just being able to talk with him about the episodes that I liked and, and you know, what he did and how he got started. And he told the whole story of how he met, um, you know, Cheech, uh, you know, at the strip club. And it was, I, I, I never would have, <laughs> in my life, watching that 70s show and shit like that, I never would have imagined that that was going to be a possibility doing this right here. So, yeah. It's real interesting, man. It's like Larry just dropped out of the sky with Steve. Never, ever, ever would have thought I would have talked to that guy. That guy. It's crazy, bro. The guy that's been on... <sighs> oh, my God. He's been on so much stuff. Everything. My dad, Everything. Dad would have known who Larry Hankin was. Yeah. I wish could have shown that. Yeah, it's one of those things when you say Larry's name, you don't know him right away, but all you got to do is show his picture once. And you're like, man, I seen that guy in every damn thing I ever watched in my life. Yep. And that's what I what, the first time I had Larry on, we were talking about, um, you know, the biggest thing, one of the biggest things I knew him from was Home Alone. 
and he was a yeah. cop in Home Alone. He was eating a donut and shit. And now nah, he told that story when he was, you know, behind the scenes of how that, you know, um, happened. And I'm just, I remember sitting there, you know, listening to it. I made a clip of it too when I got it on, on everywhere. But uh, I remember sitting there listening to that story, just thinking in my head, yo, I watched Home Alone every single year since I was, you know, a baby, whatever you want to call it. 1991 Home Alone came out, 1990. I was like four years old. I've been watching Home Alone every single year, every Christmas from then till now, basically. And I never in my lifetime would have ever thought that I'd be talking to somebody who was in it. You know, literally having a full conversation with somebody who was a part of that movie that I watch every single year. Unbelievable, bro. Like it's it's knowing some back behind the scenes, knowing that when they were shooting it, like, you know, the glass broke and it fell on all of them and stuff, knowing that they played a joke on them, rolling off, off like 300 fucking donuts in there for that scene, that one scene where he asked for a donut was a prop. Knowing that shit, you know, because I asked them. It's it's yeah, it's 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 one of the things that makes you like, I have to keep doing this. Um, the, the Thomas, tell me, do you feel like this? I said I've been saying this a lot lately. Like, I feel like I can't stop. Like, no matter what, like, you know, like, I feel like even if I wanted to, like, even if I was like, man, I'm tired of this shit. It's not where I want it to be. It's not where I need it to be. I'm just going to end it. I can't. Like, there's no way. I, I can't even imagine how to do it. I've tried flushing it a few times, man. Yeah. And every time it's like, no, this has already got a life of its own. And, yeah. Uh, um, you've got a fan base. You've got, you've got people that want to hear from you. Yeah. Um, you go a couple of weeks without an episode, your listenership drops off. And then when you drop something again, it comes back. So that tells you something. Yeah, you know? man. Um, so, yeah. And for me, yeah, talking to Larry was talking to old Joe from Breaking Bad. Mm, yep. Yeah, that was, that was huge. huge Breaking Bad, that's my shit, man. I love Breaking Bad, yo. Me too. And I'm going to have to um, uh, be heading out here in a minute, though, brother. I got some uh, other stuff I got to get done tonight. But, hey, man, I, I really, really appreciate you having me on. Um, you know, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to kind of like, you know, give you some information, kind of repay the favor, uh, cross promote. You know, um, you guys, you know, I hope you guys are loving the, the, uh, the info. Uh, please check me out on YouTube as well. I'm on YouTube, the Beeline web show. If you're typing in on YouTube at this point, I pop up. My face is all over the place. I'm loud as hell. Y'all probably heard me off somewhere before. <laughs> but yeah, man. You come up in my feeds every every morning just about. Awesome. Awesome. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know, bro. I stay posting, bro. But um, thanks for having me, brother. No comment, bro. Be well. Peace out.